from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans, and yet, There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. If somebody gave me enough money to live well off of for the rest of my life without ever having to work again, oh, the things I would do for you people. Mm, the places I would go. It's uh, a whole new Dr. Seuss book. I would just innovate <laughs> everything. I would be like, boom, here's an electric car. Boom, here's a clean atmosphere. Boom, here's a cure for cancer. Boom, here's a... Uh, 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 Sweet broccoli. I don't know. What do wow. people want? It's like <laughs> Your skill set has really expanded. <laughs> yeah, because I don't have to work for a living. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. So uh, all I'm saying is I'm willing to test this. I'm willing to to make this a bet. So if anybody wants to give me. And sacrifice myself. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Give me enough money for the rest of my life. And by the end of my life, you can be the one to tell me whether or not I accomplished anything or not. I will sacrifice my career for this human experience. Honestly, I'd probably still do this show from time to time. From time to time? Yeah. I do like two or three episodes a month. Every now and then, when I feel like it. Yeah. 
I love doing this show. No, me too. Yeah, it's the best job I've ever had. Definitely. Yeah. Easily. Um, and I've had some cool jobs. I've, I, you know, I've had some True. bad jobs, but mm-hmm. you, you have had some cool jobs. Yeah. I don't or know if some... I've ever had a cool job, but well, you used to write recaps of podcasts. That was there was a coolness to that. There was a coolness to that, I suppose. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. In ridiculous romance news, um, sympathies out there across oh. the world mm-hmm. to all the. 26-year-old girls. Who are now. Who are ineligible. Ineligible. To be Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend. Too old. The graph. We've aged out. The, the graph is shocking. It I mean, sounds, because it sounds like a joke, like, ha-ha, yes, he always breaks up with girls. But oh my God. It's. It's every time they turn 25. Bye. Pretty impressive. <laughs> I don't know. We There's talked about this like, a little yesterday. Well, you you mentioned that it's mm-hmm. largely, you think, has to do with power and control. And I mean, who you have, you yeah. know, as your partner is someone that you can influence, right? In a way, I think, I think that there is a sense of like, I like to feel like a guiding hand yeah. in my relationship i'm the and that, adult right <laughs> yeah. Ki- kind of yeah. and so i want to be the one who like can answer your questions and like give you my wisdom right and, you know there's like that sense and then also i just feel a- as a woman who is over 35 now and getting older every day uh-huh. i'm just like eventually you just get to a point where you kind of just not taking a lot of bullshit from people yeah. and i'm like i think when you're younger when you're a younger woman you're willing to swallow a lot more Pun intended. Ah. <laughs> that an older woman does, and maybe there's men who are just like, "Good, you don't question me." You know what mm. I mean? You're you're young and you don't know your boundaries necessarily yet, or whatever. So I can really kind of mold you in a way. Yeah, I don't know. That's probably an uncharitable way of thinking about it, but I don't think it's inaccurate or not based that's on how it feels. Yeah, some truths for sure. Mm-hmm. I I consider there's an element in addition to that of a of a recognition of mortality or mm. or trying not to rather i mean you you know somebody like leonardo dicaprio who's been the hot guy for so long like he's always been leonardo dicaprio right and the idea of aging up out of his identity mm-hmm. must be very frightening to some degree too sure and um and i and i can't help but wonder if he focuses on dating younger people because it makes him feel young. It, it makes right. him feel, oh, I still got it. Mm-hmm. I'm still accepted by the youth. Therefore, I'm basically the youth. And sure. I don't have to lose that sense of identity that I have that the world gave to me mm-hmm. because I've always been this this icon. He doesn't want to let that go. And it's this fear and it's this immaturity, this sort of inability to let go of that past self, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I think I said it better yesterday, but no, I, I I get that. That makes sense to me. Yeah, just feeling. I did see someone joke that, like, you know, to to you and I and our age range of people, uh-huh. you can still picture Leo from Titanic, right, and stuff like that. But a lot of these twenty five year olds are going to be like, "Hey, I'm dating the dirty guy from The Revenant." <laughs> like <laughs> their first memory of him I... is going to be a lot older yeah. than ours. So even in their minds, you know, they're not they're not seeing that baby face. Like yeah, we are necessarily. So they, I think that's interesting, too. But I, I don't mean, know they may have started with 
Titanic or Romeo and Juliet sure. or What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Who knows? His but, sexiest film. But yeah, this girl he just broke up with was born the year Titanic came out. No. Titanic is now too old for Leo. <laughs> <laughs> so wild. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's probably not even a conscious thing. Like you're talking, not even like focusing on dating. It's just like, that's what I find myself attracted to. And there's an unconscious reason for it that maybe you're not willing to examine. Exactly. Yeah. And And either it's, you know, it could be I'm stuck in the past or I don't want to admit that I'm aging. Or it could be I don't like women who tell me, who push back on me or challenge me. Right. And when I tell them to do something or say something or be act a certain way or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, again, I don't want to act like Leo's over here <laughs> being medieval with his no, girlfriends I mean, yeah. or anything. But, you know, you just see so like Dane Cook, I think, just and he Ugh. just. Yeah. Marry someone super, super young. And you're just like, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's because you can't hold your own against a woman your own age. Yeah. Who's I, got her own agency and her own idea about how she should be treated. And I don't know. I'm sure it's a combination of those things. I mean, we don't know the guy. He might be. We don't know the guy. A delight. She might be. I mean. Totally domineering and like always screaming mm-hmm. at him and stuff, too. Yeah. Unlikely. Yeah. Um, and there are plenty of strong minded 20 somethings. Sure. So I don't want to act like every woman out there that's not 25 and up doesn't yeah. know herself. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. But I think any woman who is over 25 would say I did change a lot between yeah. 25 and 35 or 45 and 50. I mean, you do. That's just how exactly. if you're doing life right, I think exactly. <laughs> you progress and change. <laughs> um. So anyway. Well, we're here not to talk about Leonardo DiCaprio today. No. But I will say, it does sound like a story, and it's one of the reasons I bring it up, because we don't get into a lot of celebrity gossip on this show. It's not really all that interesting uh, until it's historical. But this does almost feel like in 100 years, or if this had happened 100 years ago, mm-hmm. we might do an episode about the, the famous actor who could <laughs> never date anyone over 25, and all the time, like, each between each commercial break, it'd be a different girlfriend that he broke yes. up with right after her 25th birthday. <laughs> What's the deal so. with Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> in the 20th century? Right. Back in the year 1997. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> like me in the future. Yes, I'm doing robot arms because we're all in robot bodies in the future. Back in 1997, I have to move my hands around for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> like a robot. Like a robot. <laughs> that's how all robots will be in the future. No, but I um, we are not here to talk about Leo, but we did have a really good time with our Reddit episode. Oh, my God. And it was like more of a hit than we would have thought. Yeah, y'all really seem to enjoy that. Yeah. It went well, and so, we like doing it. Let's do another one. I think that's a good idea. We're back. We're going to be diving into that cesspool of the internet, Reddit. Mm. Uh, we found some great stories today about sexy stuff. Sexy or stuff. maybe the opposite of Uh-oh. some of these stories. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> sexy stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll throw out some of the questions that we saw on Reddit. Uh, we'll give a few of our own answers if we feel comfortable doing so. <laughs> and uh, and we'll ask you to send us yours, too. We can yes, read on the show later. So, yeah, so let's let's jump into this Reddit episode and, and see what's going on in the world of sex on Reddit. Ooh, let's go! <laughs> hey there, friends, come listen well. Eli and Diana got some stories to tell. There's no matchmaking or romantic tips. It's just about ridiculous relationships. A lover might be any type of person at all. An abstract concept or a concrete wall. But if there's a story worth a second glance, we'll put it in a show ridiculous romance. A production of iHeartRadio.
Okay, so this is a real simple one to start off with. Okay. It was just a straightforward question, real quick. Uh, this user named Your Fave Deaf Guy asked, What is something that you will not tolerate during sex? Mm. And I feel like we know each other's answers to this question by now. I would hope so. You don't like the hand puppets? No. Um, Sorry. You, you would think. That as a theater person, I would appreciate a little puppetry in the bedroom. Right, but right. some of the things you make them say. It, well, it's, <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to have fun. They got a lot of puns. What can I say? <laughs> Something less. <laughs> less than you're saying now. <laughs> it, the problem is what you always seem to be bothered by is when everything stops and I bust out the little stage, the little Punch and Judy yes, stage, roll it into the bedroom, bring down the curtain. I put, I have a little cassette tape with that mm -hmm. orchestra music on it as the opening. I play that, the two puppets come out. And then you make me pay a nickel for it. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is a nickel? You never have a nickel. And then we have Who to- Who has a nickel? Then we have to go to the grocery store, <laughs> go to the ATM, get a 20 out, break the 20, then break one of those dollars. It's a whole this thing. This is why we haven't had sex in months. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's why? <laughs> you keep interrupting with oh, the puppet stage. Jeez. Well, next time I won't invite you. Me and my puppets will just have a show of our own. Wow, all right. <laughs> not even necessary. <laughs> Very upsetting. Um, and then what do you not like? <laughs> <laughs> I think you just said it. Oh, wait, uh, what do I not like? <laughs> what do you not like? I, your hand puppets are great. I think Thank I've, you. I like my show as well. <laughs> Never I think me. about my audience. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. I think I think for both of us, legit answer is yeah. bodily fluids. I think. Yeah. No waste Ew. can be involved. Waste. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any, any. I don't need blood, spit, waste, vomit, tears. poop, pee, nothing. None of those. I don't want any of that. No. Nope. There's a, only one type of fluid I'm interested in during sex. And it's what the is... sexy one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and even then. <laughs> a little much. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I like my sex as dry as the desert. Yep, that's what I like. <laughs> I just want it to be like two pieces of cardboard <laughs> rubbing together. Oh, yeah. That's why I'll tune into this show to get turned on. <laughs> two pieces of cardboard. <laughs> Sandpaper. All right. Ooh, well, Sandpaper. About... I don't know. You'd have to go <laughs> with a rough texture. <laughs> I like it rough. What can I say? <laughs> I like it rough. I like sandpaper. <laughs> All right. Well, how about some of these Reddit <laughs> dry users? Dry and rough. That's dry and, dry and rough. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Give me that level 3,500 <laughs> grit. <laughs> There's going to be no splinters after this sex. <laughs> Smooth sailing. <laughs> All right. Well, if anyone's left, we'll read some of these answer <laughs> responses now. Mr. Jonathan Crouch, Reddit user, said, licking my goddamn eyeball. Ew. I had a friend in high school who dated a guy who liked to lick eyeballs. And no. she thought it was hot. This guy was a very sexy bad boy. Ew. Yeah. I'm sorry, but there's something very fucking gross about that to me. <laughs> well, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, because I wear contacts, which means you have to put your fingers in your eye. <laughs> Much grosser, I guess, yeah. than your mouth. Well, but I don't know, just, no. That's just a no from me, yeah. dog. No, I'll, I'll say that as well. I don't like things touching my eye. Ew, what is the point of licking an eyeball 
is it like a feeling of like, I shouldn't be doing this? Yeah. Is it like that? It's like Impulse? what boundaries can you break in the name of intimacy? Mm. What's left? What's what's what it's the final frontier. <laughs> Your eyeball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm boldly going. <laughs> Where no tongue has gone before. Uh user the feck said, refusing to call me Santa. Yeah, mm. unacceptable. Unacceptable. Very uncool. I, ho, 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 I asked for one thing, young lady. <laughs> I mean, but does he commit? Is he dressed That's up in the, the suit? Question. Dis- is he bringing, I mean, is yeah. he like setting out milk and cookies? Oh, were you a good girl this year? You tell me, Santa. Oh, oh, oh let me just check my list here. <laughs> oh, very naughty. Oh, what's going to happen to me? Here's your coal. Bye. And then I go, climb up the chimney and you never see me again. Till next mm. year. How'd I well, do? Well. If you like it rough and dry, nothing better to get than a charcoal briquette. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. How about uh, when asked something you will not tolerate during sex, user the angry arcanist said, non-constructive comments about my performance. I want to improve, Cheryl. I don't need criticism. I need advice. That's that makes sense to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like, don't just say this is bad. I don't like it. Yeah. Say, hey, stop putting coal in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. All right. Now I've learned. Now next year, I'll come with a present. There, yeah, exactly, Although, Santa. maybe you should learn to be nice and not so naughty. Listen. <laughs> how am I going to get harnessed like a reindeer? Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. a good girl. Okay. Okay. See, now you've said what you want. <laughs> and now we learn. And now when next December rolls around, we can try it. It's all about communication. Yes. User Winglight said, sand. No sand anywhere, please. Uh-oh. Is this Anakin? 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 <laughs> is that you? <laughs> Hate sand. Hate sand. Coarse. But honestly, Rough true. and dry. Dry? Rough and dry. Yeah. It just depends on how you like it. <laughs> I've never understood beach sex. I really have not. Sounds like a nightmare. Really? First of all, you're, you've never been more exposed. Uh, it's mean, not a not a not a shrub to hide you. Not a shrub. So anyone within like five hundred meters, I guess. I don't know. why I'm going to switch to metric know, there, what, but is going to see what's going on. Hmm. And then on top of that, the elements. Can we talk about the elements? So many elements. The salt water, the sand, crabs, the driftwood. The yeah, the jelly. Oh, God, can you imagine rolling over on a jellyfish? Oh, not really. And maybe I don't it, want maybe you'd to like, know. Maybe you'd like, oh, oh, do that again. And she's like, I what did I didn't do anything. I love it. I love a little sting during sex. <laughs> <laughs> really wakes me up. <laughs> uh-huh. Honey, grab the Portuguese man of war. <laughs> I like to be poisoned. <laughs> do you want me to pee on it? <laughs> no. I told yeah. you I don't like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe that's a kink. Or it's like, I'd like to be peed on, but it has to immediately follow a jellyfish sting. Otherwise, yeah. it's not hot. Yeah. <laughs> I need We're just you here to be saving my life. Neutralizing the venom. That's, <laughs> it's all about the pH balance for me. <laughs> I find it so hot when you balance my pH. <laughs> all right. User Foxy Girly said, once had an ex who said he wanted to kill me and screw my body. Wasn't with him for very long. LMAO. She 
Date Army Hammer? (laughs) (laughs) Right? What a weird thing to say. Especially, you got to wonder the context here, too. Uh Was she like, hey, tell me your deepest, darkest secret? Mm. And he was like, all right, well, you know what? Like, I, I I don't necessarily like it about myself, but I have this interesting thing. It's weird. If you're going to think it's weird, and that's fine. Like, forget I ever said no, it. No, no, tell me. I okay, really all right. Know. Well, I I kind of like, there's. I have this impulse that I like want to kill you and like have sex with your corpse. I'm sorry. It's so strange. Okay, which part is more of a red flag? Right. I want to kill you <laughs> or, and then have sex with your corpse. Right. Because I'm like, listen, I feel that if he was like, if you died, I have this impulse uh-huh. that I would then have sex with your corpse. We already have an issue there. Okay, yeah. But now you're saying, also, on top of that, (laughs) you would like to murder me (laughs) in order to achieve this ambition? No, thank you. Uh, You need to be out of my house. (laughs) Well, (laughs) because I suppose someone couldn't help that. I mean, you can't. It's you can't true. just turn they, off a kink. That's what, yeah. Right. You can't can't argue with a turn on. Yeah. That's how your brain works. But so if if someone who like did would never would never harm somebody has that impulse, how else could they find someone who would be into it? It's got to be a website for that, where someone can be like, "I like to pretend to be a corpse. I just need to find someone who's into that." Right. Or corpsefinder.com. Not work unless it's definitely a corpse. Like I need rotting flesh smell. Right. Right. No, I don't. Ooh, I don't. Ooh. Now that's see, that's I too mean, far. That that's necrophilia. That's too far. <laughs> that, well, yeah, because that's actual necrophilia and not just like I'm into this fantasy. Okay, you know so I mean? you're saying okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So you're saying someone might want to pretend that someone is dead. Yeah, but I think, they don't actually want a cold, stiff body underneath. Them. I assume that that's more common than the other. Well, you know what they say about assuming. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, that's fair. Look, I just uh, generally I think people's kinks are more about the play and the fantasy. Right. Than the reality of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really, you know, someone would be like, I don't really want you to handcuff me to a to a steel frame and electrocute me. I just want to do it in like the kinky way. Right or like, um, the the something I cannot get into is a rape fantasy. I know, yeah. there's, I know there's people out there who have them. Yeah. For sure, I would be miserable. But right. I know that the idea is like I don't want to actually. I, the consent is already there. Yeah. yeah, It's just that I would like the experience of not consenting while still consenting. Right. right. That is, uh, uh, I. It boggles my mind just because I can't. I would not yeah. <laughs> appreciate Although, it. But yeah, I guess you're right. They're, they don't really want to be raped. That is yeah. not what they want. Typically, when it comes to kink and role play and stuff, that's what it's like. But I will say in Foxy Girlie's defense here and, mm-hmm. and to, your, to, your, to your point, she did say I once had an ex who said he wanted to kill me and screw my body. Yeah. So, you know, I don't I mean, know. Point is, they're not together anymore. That's and that's right. probably and for the best. And she's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Are the two related? Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Not for me to say. (laughs) Um, Ergonomic human said, one time, instead of calling me daddy, my ex called me dad to fuck with me. I did not (laughs) like it. (laughs) Oh, that's so different. Dad's too far. That's what I mean. Father. (laughs) (laughs) So should we take this to the bedroom? Oh, yeah. Who's my bad girl? I am dad. Wait, what? 
I borrowed the car and I didn't fill up the gas tank. No, teach me a lesson. I don't, I don't think that's uh, what we're trying to do Dad, here. Dad, are you still watching Yellowstone? I'm completely <laughs> disinterested, but you can recap last week's episode. Okay, yeah, you know what? This is not working Father, out. Father, I paid for the premium service when I got my oil changed. Wait, you did what? <laughs> Paddle me. <laughs> okay, now that one we have to talk about. <laughs> I know that's so formal. It's so too much. Daddy, dad, daddy is never about being your father. No, dad is is for fathers only, yes. <laughs> not yes. for sex partners. Daddy is a completely different title, as I understand it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's not meant to be like I'm related to you. Uh, <laughs> you <yeah>. know, <laughs> I birthed and raised you. Gross. No, 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 no. Nope. I'm sure that really. Cooled things off, girl. <laughs> yeah. Ergonomic human. <laughs> Oof. Oh, it's gonna be rough and dry tonight. <laughs> um, well, it, let's go uh let's cool ourselves off here a little bit with a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about some people's worst sexual stories. Yay! Pretty impressive. We started the episode with necrophilia and incest, so <laughs> it can only go downhill from here. Look, there's some good stuff coming up, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome back to Reddit. All right, everybody. So a user Kaleidoscope122 asked a very important question on Reddit. Mm. They said, what is your worst sexual story? Yikes. Diana, do you care to share? Mm, My worst sexual story? It's not me, is it? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Probably one time is like making out. You know, heavy pet. We're necking. Uh-huh. We were necking in the car because yeah. we were young. You know, we're like 17, 18 or yeah. something like that. Or no, I, mean, I guess it was probably at least 20. But anyway, with my ex, we are in the car by a park and I had my pants off. You uh-huh. know, we're getting dirty. Uh-huh. And a cop showed up Wait. and like shined his flashlight like directly at my vagina. Oh, <laughs> was my like, God. You can't be here after 11 p.m. Oh, no. That was probably the worst. It was very embarrassing. Wow. You literally just completely undermined mine <laughs> because it's very similar. Oh, I know you have a cop. A cop we were in the car. Cop disinterrupt us. But here's the thing. We were in the car in a parking lot and a car just drove by us from behind. Mm-hmm. And like we saw some headlights flash in the window and we like stopped and we, you know, kind of ducked down and tried to hide. And then they drove away. Oh. So it wasn't quite as... I think nobody's trying to flashlight directly at us. Don't even know if it was a cop. Wow. That or cop if they saw us. Got a real eye full of me. I'll say that. <laughs> and I did not appreciate it. <laughs> I did have a cop. One bit. I did have a cop. I was with a girlfriend up by the river. We were at like one of these riverside parks at like twilight, dusk. Like mm-hmm. it was getting dark. And we were literally just hanging out. We were just like took a walk, holding hands, watching Aww. the ducks sleep. Nice, Aww, you were nice, like a little nice. Old lady, a little old couple. Yeah, we were like a little old couple. Like not old. I mean, we went home and got crazy, but <laughs> we were just at the park because it was a nice night, and we right. didn't get to get out that much. Mm-hmm. 
And all of a sudden, we see this light come on behind us. It's real bright. And we turn around. And this guy is like, I could not see him. He's like positioned himself in front of his like car searchlight. And we're at this like suburban park in the middle of, you know, the happiest place on earth. And he's (laughs) screaming at us like, to stand up slowly, turn around slow. And I'm like, already have my hands in my pockets. And he's like, get your hands out of your pockets, get your hands out of your pockets. Like insane. Like it was the scariest thing. I thought he was going to shoot us both. And then eventually it's just like, well, the park's closed at dark. We're like, okay, so we'll just go. He's like, yeah, you better get home. What a fucking jackass. So irritated. And he was just swinging his dick around because he has nothing else to do. Yeah, he wished he was stationed like in New York City where like guns are going off. Yeah, yeah. He has this fantasy image about what he's, he's, that he's Bruce Willis. And I, and he showed up at the park and. Fucking Hans Gruber's there right. with his girlfriend holding hands. He's the only one who can one save can Marietta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was annoying. But not a sex story. Sorry. Oh, wow. Everybody just the is like, least wow. sexy story I ever heard. <laughs> I just pulled out the puppet show. Sorry. <laughs> How about some of these? How okay. about some of these? Well, Crimson Barrel said she and her wife decided to have a foursome with a straight couple named Kevin and Carly. Oh, very nice. Hot. Kevin was apparently super awkward the whole time. Oh, Kevin. And Crimson Barrel said, quote, I had a position I thought everyone would be happy with, but Kevin just lost interest and left the room. Kevin, what are you doing? Kevin, we need to talk about Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) We need to talk about Kevin. (laughs) Goes on to say, quote, found out later he didn't like the fact that my strap on was bigger than his dick. How insecure does a dude have to be to ruin a foursome with three women? Seriously, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, it's okay, buddy. Kevin. No one's comparing them and going, wow, he's not even as big as this artificial dick that was literally designed (laughs) to be bigger than dicks. (laughs) That's why it's so funny when dudes don't like vibrators. It's so Because it's like, your dick cannot vibrate. That is not something you're capable of. Maybe you just can't make it vibrate, huh? (laughs) I know. Have you ever thought about that? Look inward. Oh, Kevin, oh. you need to fix that because you had you had a, a fantasy going on yeah. in your bedroom. The thing is, it sounds like this was Kevin's worst sexual experience. Maybe. Oh, know? my God. I didn't think about that. Poor Kevin. Oh, he Kevin. He was like, man, I had these three ladies and I could not hang. Buddy. And I was not hung. So oh, I not hang. see. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You got the rim shot in this one. <laughs> it could have been Kevin's. But it was mine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, this person, Table the Bill, said that senior year of college, he took a girl back to his bedroom. She started giving him a hand job. And after a few minutes, she started crying. Mm. He said, quote, I asked her why she's crying. And she says, I'm thinking about all the kids in the Sudan who are dying right now. So I tell her we can stop, but she insists on continuing and doesn't stop crying, apologizing for crying, or jerking me off. Um, <laughs> oh, no. What about your dick is making her think about people starving Look, in the Sudan? She just, she just, that's where she goes. Also, it's just Sudan. I, I know, right? I don't think it's the, the Sudan. Sudan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I don't, I, I don't know what it is. 
she's got going on where she just can't she can't escape. She's just a bleeding heart, you know. I guess she's just so. always worried. We talk about virtue signaling, signaling, <laughs> and this seems like the biggest <laughs> possible virtue signal. Oh no! Oh yeah, you're so hot. Yeah, yeah, you like how hot that is. <laughs> so hot. Yeah, so hot, almost. Almost as hot as our planet is getting. Yeah, sure, babe. Real hot. I mean, even if it rises by one more degree in here, there could be massive flooding and a global refugee crisis, the likes of which we've never seen. That, that's <laughs> pretty hot. Children starving, entire ecosystems going extinct. Uh, do you want to stop? No. No, baby, don't stop. No, the oil companies are the ones who should stop. Future generations will suffer for our arrogance and our selfish obsession with excessive comfort. And hey, I said don't stop. (laughs) And then at the end, he's like, see, I'm a good person. Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Unlike all the people who have sex and don't think about this stuff. (laughs) What do you mean you had sex last night and you didn't even consider all of the starving children in Ethiopia right now? There's an energy crisis in England right now. (laughs) And historic flooding in Pakistan. And you're just laying there 69ing your life away (laughs) while the biggest drought to ever hit Spain in 1,200 years (laughs) is ravaging Western Europe. And don't know if you heard, but there's a war in Ukraine right now. <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd be like, well, all right. I don't want to fuck NPR. <laughs> just going right, to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at another one. <laughs> How do they get any better than that? <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, user Ted Bundy 93 red flag right there. feel Oof. like we should just kick him off the platform Uh-oh. altogether. <laughs> Now, Ted Bundy was in a bad relationship with a woman who was a bit too controlling. Oh, no. And she had a strict schedule for them. Quote, 9 p.m. we would have sex. Then at 10, we would fight. And at 11, we would go to bed. Sex every day is fine until you schedule it. And then it's like doing the dishes. Sure. He said he was feeling sick one night and told her that he had an upset stomach, to which she replied that he must be cheating on her. And that's why he didn't want to have sex. Oh, no girl. Sometimes your stomach hurts. It's got nothing to do with anything. So he finally caves, said she was lifeless, and he did all the work. Where's our necrophiliac guy? Uh (laughs) This was his dream scenario. (laughs) Quote, well, all that motion makes things worse. I stop. She asks, did you come? Before I can answer, I just vomit all over her and the bed. Oh, my God. Shit storm of the century while she runs to the shower and I clean up the bed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She deserved that, honestly. Well, (laughs) uh, what did I say earlier? No vomit. Vomit's on the list. No vomit. Vomit's on the list. We said it right up top Uh, of the episode. (laughs) Because what if she's someone who vomits when she sees vomit (gasps) and then it's just a vomit cycle? Just on and on. Someone's probably vomiting oh, right now because we're talking about it too disgusting. much. That disgusting. is so fucking gross. I don't know that I would ever have sex again if I got vomited. <laughs> I would be like, I can't. I have PTSD. Oh, my God. VTSD. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, ugh, yeah, I got to go take a shower real quick. Definitely. <laughs> after that one. When we come back, I mean, that was Kevin. That was Table the Bill getting the crying hand job. Mm-hmm. And of course, Ted Bundy barfing all over his <laughs> over-controlling his girlfriend. Incredibly. I hope they're not together <laughs> anymore because that's crazy. That's too much. But when we come back, somebody said specifically, girls, 
What was your worst sexual experience? Girls specifically. And you know that those are going to be very extreme. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. Yes. Uh, So we'll be right back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, 
what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. And welcome back to the show, everybody. All right. So, yeah, we were asked, girls, what was your worst sexual experience by the king of fall kings? Oh, the king of fall kings. <laughs> the king of fall the kings. The king of fall kings. <laughs> there are many fall kings, but well, I am the, the king of them all. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Autumn, you may call me. <laughs> The King O Fall King, so he's Irish too. <laughs> the King there O Fall King. There are many kings of the fall. <laughs> but I fall the best. I am the King O the, the King O the, the fall. King O Fall the King. <laughs> yep, I meant to say the King of all kings. Maybe <laughs> but who knows? Reading is hard. <laughs> You'll have to call in and tell us which it is. Call in. Uh, yeah, our call, our call in show that we have. Oh, the, the board is lighting up. Oh, I got so many calls coming in. <laughs> All right. This user who has since been deleted, apparently, maybe because this post (laughs) said, said, quote, I was having sex with a new boyfriend for the first time and I had a seizure. He didn't realize what was happening at first and finished. To be fair, I hadn't had a seizure in years and he didn't know that I had epilepsy. Oh, no. Wow. Feels like you should let a bitch know if you have epilepsy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if you haven't had an issue in years... He was like, wow, she's really feeling she it. I am doing it. something right now. <laughs> she's like drooling at the mouth. This is like the opposite of someone playing dead. She's like flopping all over the all place. All over the place. A lot of energy. Wow. Ugh, awkward. He, he must have felt terrible. I'm sure, right? right? I feel he hopefully. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I would have stopped. Why didn't you say anything? And she's like, because I was having a seizure. <laughs> Well, because what it, then? Then he at some point he finished and was like, "Oh, did you finish too? Are you? Still... Hey, are you? Oh, you're still twitching. Wait a minute, uh... something's wrong here. <laughs> uh, your What's eyes breaking your head. Let me get a spoon. I don't know. I, I that's know. like whew, that's. that's I really scary. would like to know the aftermath. Like, how did they figure out that it was a seizure? Right. Did they treat it. Did it just end? And she was like, "Yeah, by the way, that was a. Se- that's not how I. That's not what it's like yeah. when I come. Just don't want you to have." <laughs> I want to manage your expectations <laughs> from now on. <laughs> I don't always start foaming at the mouth. <laughs> He's like, listen, fellas, I fucked this girl so hard last night. She got rabid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, no. She's like, no, it's a medical condition. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Here's one from another user who deleted their profile. So it doesn't mm. show their name. Um, but they said, this is. They said, I once had a guy ask to fuck my armpit, which is weird, right? And I was like, that's strange. Who would want that? But my favorite part is that another user replied, that's called bagpiping. (laughs) I just (laughs) died at the notion. Oh, I was bagpiping this girl last night. What is that? It's when you fuck her armpit. It's when you go between her chest and her arm. 
and you get that sweat. Sorry, that was just the funniest thing I read all day. That's so funny. I love that someone's like, oh, no, no, I know what this is called. <laughs> yeah, I right. should really step in and educate <laughs> the, the rest of the users. Classic. Which, thank you. Because I didn't know that. So I do I do have more information. He's like, I've been in the bagpiping community for a number of years now. <laughs> Ask me anything. You know, consent is key, as <laughs> as as always. Mm-hmm. You've got to make sure that you ask someone right. before you start blowing their bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> Does it actually make like a fart noise? Like when you put your... Look, in my mind, yeah. it makes a full-on bagpipe noise. So... Who knows? Maybe there's no such thing as bagpipes in this whole time. Just been fucking armpits. Wow. All up and down the moors. Uh, (laughs) Well, Mm -hmm. so the entirety of Scotland may call in to our switchboard here and let us know. If you'd care to comment. (laughs) Another deleted user. Wow. Wow. These ladies are like, I'm going to tell my worst sex story and then get the hell off of Reddit forever. I do not blame them at all. Uh, They say, was giving this really attractive, well-endowed guy a blowjob. As he nears climax, he says, am I? Am? Yes. Yes. I'm coming. I am the fucking champion. (laughs) (laughs) I love that he's confused at first. Like, am I? Oh, my God, I am. (laughs) Right. That's what it feels like. Goes on to say, then he just sort of lay there, eyes closed, randomly shaking every few seconds. I said his name a few times and he was just blacked out or something. (laughs) I was so embarrassed. Embarrassed. Girl, you knocked out the champ. Girl, this guy's (laughs) the champion. I know he's blacked out. Sounds like you're the champion. (laughs) He is twitching. Are you sure he wasn't having a seizure? I was about to say, maybe he had epilepsy. I'm just wow. <laughs> oh my no, goodness. That's insane. I am the fucking champion. That's some uh Patrick Bateman level uh <laughs> it, it just masculinity right there. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm the winner. I'm the champion. I'm, I can ejaculate. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I'm the king of all kings. King of all kings. <laughs> I did have a friend once uh, sleep with a guy and she called me like the day after, like, I have to, I have to tell someone. Oh. And I was like, what's going on? And she said, we were doing it. And he goes, oh my God, I, I'm coming. I'm coming like a train. What? <laughs> what? Look, sometimes the heat of the moment, you don't know what you're saying. Like a train. But <laughs> coming like a train. And I just have to wonder what train he was picturing. Right. Are we talking about like a Hogwarts Express? <laughs> Are we talking about like, like 1800s train? Like the 310 to Yuma? Are, yeah, 310 <laughs> to Yuma, Hogwarts Express, or bullet train in Shanghai. Like what <laughs> train were you think picturing in your mind? Oh my God. Wow. Like Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> Coming like Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> what? Oh my God. What a, what a, thing to scream i'm coming like a train not uh, no one ever says oh i guess you say the train's coming but yes <laughs> it's not like something i would associate trains they often come like <laughs> they often come i don't know and go even <laughs> i wish he choo chewed oh my god that at would, the end of that he's like chugga 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 <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Come on, come on, come on, come on. This is a dirty episode. I hope nobody's sons are listening. 
I hope they are and they learn something. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Don't tell your partner you want to kill them and fuck their corpse. Yes, I'm just true. saying. I just feel like that's probably not a good idea. All right. Well, here's our final worst sex story from a woman. Um, this is from a Reddit user named That's Somewhat Raven. She's a great, <laughs> a great screen name. Love it. That's wonderful so handle. Somewhat. She also said in the post that she has told this story a few times on Reddit. So, and and she should. She yes. should get a lot out of this. Uh-huh. She deserves it. Okay. All right, so uh, she was dating a guy for about a month. They were taking things slow, even though there was a ton of sexual tension between them. And on his birthday, they were hanging out, they were partying, they got really drunk, and they ended up back at his place. She said she could not wait to bang this guy, right? Just been tension building, waiting for the right time. Mm, this is going like, to be good. Yes. I'm going to walk through the door. I'm going to immediately strip. Oh, it's yeah. On. She said, quote, we go to his room where I had never been. And he's obviously still wasted. And he mumbles something about not having much time to clean lately as he's opening the door. He turned on his light and I literally gasped. His room was fucking filthy. He had no bed, just a mattress on the floor. Dirty laundry everywhere, empty beer cans and DVDs and dishes on the floor, and it smelled like rotting food. Oh, I am there. I'm I'm in it. Yeah. This story, I am disgusted. Been in this room. (laughs) Oh no. Seen and been in this room. Right. Yeah. I like bought weed in this room in college, and then immediately left it. Was like, thanks. Hope I never see you again. (laughs) <laughs> but um, I will, because you're my weed guy. Yeah, I'll see you in like three weeks. <laughs> all right, so she says she did all these mental gymnastics to try and convince herself whatever she needed to convince herself of to stay there so she could screw this guy. Okay. She, actually, she really wanted to oh, yeah. this guy. Oh, she helped him clean up. Wow. Uh, she took a few more shots. Smart. Uh-huh. And then... They turned the lights down. She said, quote, enough that I could almost ignore my surroundings. (laughs) And then they started making out. Before long, she noticed that he was crying. I don't think he was thinking about the Sudan. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I'm just so worried about global politics. (laughs) No, then she says, they're making out. He's crying. And then he, quote, jumps up naked flips on the lights and points to his flaccid penis and gestures a big shrug. Then, like he's the announcer at the circus, says, and here, ladies and gentlemen, is the star of the show. Uh, Oh, (laughs) my God. begged him to calm down, quote, but he completely ignores me like I'm not even in the room. It's just him and his penis. And now they're having an argument. He is mad at his penis. He scolds his penis for always fucking everything up. Why do you always do this to me every time? What is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? Now, of course, she says she's scared out of her mind because Uh it's what she called, quote, Literally the craziest shit I have ever witnessed in my life. I think many of us might I'm say that. With you, Raven. <laughs> and then she's trying to talk him down, and he's still just ignoring her. And so the second he turned away from her, she grabbed her shit and she bolted for the door, which of course was hard to get to because of all the shit everywhere uh-huh. in his filthy fucking room. And she says, quote, as I'm hopping my way out, 
He's banging his fucking head against the wall, slowly and methodically slapping his penis. Or maybe giving it a spanking. In any case, it's apparently being punished. Uh, oh my god. Yikes. And then the kicker, she says, is that as she's leaving her bedroom, he screams at her, get out of my house. Oh. And she's like, yeah, dude, way ahead of you. I mean, yeah, I Are am you currently me? doing that. Now, that's the most annoying shit ever is when you're doing something and then somebody tells you to do I it. I can't stand it. I'd be like, I could deal with you slapping your own dick, but this is too far. <laughs> <laughs> when you have those old shitty retail jobs and you're like literally okay. doing something and a manager comes by and he's like, make sure you stock that shelf. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm about to stop doing it just because yeah. you fucking said that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is... I'm worried about this guy, to be yeah. honest. Oh, yeah, definitely. This guy is not well. It sounds like this is not the first time he's done this. No. Yeah. So I have to wonder, does he have an erectile dysfunction? Is he not sleeping with the people he really wants to sleep with and therefore can't... Um. Uh, no, I, I'll... Maintain tumescence or... <laughs> Maintain two messes. <laughs> oh, wow. Fellas, pull over because <laughs> we're, talking we're about maintaining two messes. Um, no, I almost certainly would say that this is a psychological issue that he's having. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he's wasted, which doesn't help. That's but, true. Maybe he know, only tries to have sex when he's drunk and he can't maybe, keep it maybe. up or something. But they say, like, for example, a lot of the erectile dysfunction medication mm-hmm. uh, doesn't, it's not, it doesn't just give you a boner it allows your body if it can't give you an erection to do so but if you're having just a psychological issue it's not going to do it for you right you know so i think this guy that th- th- it is not difficult for your psychology to stop you from being able to f- perform sexually yeah oh yeah and this guy clearly has some psychological issues mm-hmm. either that or he is on an on a medication yeah. For his mental health. Mm-hmm. And those can often mess with your sexual health. Not always, but they can. That's true. So that's my guess. Is it something that he he doesn't have ED. He's just dealing with something in his head. That is very scary. Uh, very scary. Situation, though. Yes. I absolutely. Mean, and it's not like this was some one night stand. She'd been dating this guy for a month. I know. You know, it seemed like they were having she a good really time. She really wanted to do it. Really wanted to. But I guess she probably never went. Back to him. I don't think so. Try it some, again. Some people in the comments suggested that him screaming, get out of my house, was actually directed towards his penis. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're the only thing standing in my way. No, you stay. You go. You. You. <laughs> down there. <laughs> you know, it. You really, it's like we said last time we did the Reddit episode. There's all these historical people. There's all these mm-hmm. impressive and amazing stories. And I love telling them. I can't wait to get back to the next one. But really, you just dig in. You just this is like walking into a bar and just finding the, the, the greasiest weirdo <laughs> you could find and being like, tell me a fucking story. That's right. And they tell you the most insane story you've ever heard in yes. your life. And you're like, I never could have gotten this from the news. No. Or an article. Very true. Yeah. This is this is real. This, this is raw. Is real shit right here. This is rough and dry. Rough and dry shit right here. <laughs> sometimes with the internet, you just want to follow yeah. up. Hey. Like, uh, like sometimes you'll see a video where somebody falls, and it's very funny. Right. But you're also like, did is they, that person alive? Did they die? Yeah. I need to know. Yeah. If they're dead, it's not as funny. <laughs> right. yes. I really need to know. Oh. Uh, and this is another, I'm like, is there a fault? Like, I wish he could, he would never. <laughs> 
never Let's respond. Let's like, hear my side of the story. I'm the guy who yelled at his dick. <laughs> um, but if he could, if he could have a follow up and say, "Listen, everything's fine. I was just on this pill, or I was having a hard time, yeah. traumatic experience. I, I went to of... therapy. Yeah. Everything's working now, and I'm happy here." <laughs> Yeah, you'd love to hear it. I suppose if you are one of these users, or you think one of these stories is about you, then please tell us. <laughs> like the Sudan story, um, really I, brought back some yeah, memories. <laughs> I often cry while I'm giving hand jobs when I think of the Sudan. So, and we're like, it's not the Sudan. It's not it's the Sudan. Sudan. <laughs> Just if you ever meet someone who calls it the Sudan, I want you to think to yourselves, this might be that crying hand job person. <laughs> Be like, well, I guess you'll have to give me a hand job so I know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have to know. <laughs> Excuse me, but I'm trying to figure something out. Can you do me a favor? <laughs> give me a quick hand job. It's not, it's not weird. I'm just, I'm trying to right. figure out who you are. <laughs> I'm trying to deduce your identity. Uh, there's so many other ways <laughs> to do that. <laughs> well, I can't wait, of course, to get back to our histories next week oh yeah but i also can't wait to get to another one of these because I, I think eventually we've got a few reddits pulled too about some really ridiculous marriage proposals Ooh. so i think that'll be our next one that's i'm a good, excited that's to look good. into those mm -hmm. um but uh, in the meantime please i want you to look at these questions we asked from reddit <laughs> today I, I really i really really want your answers oh. so come on send us an email will you Yes, we could do a whole listener mail just about your Reddit oh, answers. Oh, we absolutely which would. would. Be amazing. Yeah, send us an email and let us know if you feel comfortable with us reading them on the air. Yes. I want to hear it. If you want to just send it so we know, just make sure to say don't read it yeah. on the air. <laughs> or don't say my name or whatever. But hit us up at ridicromance at gmail.com. Right, or Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Dianamite Boom. And I'm at Oh Great, it's Eli. And the show is at Romance. We will be back next week with more incredible histories yes. and strange, ridiculous romances. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And we'll catch you all the next one. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Love you. Bye. Bye. So long, friends. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to our show. Tell your friends, neighbors, uncles, and aunts to listen to our show, Ridiculous Romance. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 